Welcome to Inside the NCA. I'm Jeremy Villanueva, and today I have the pleasure of speaking with Tori Murdon McClure, president at Spalding University, vice chair and a member of the NCA Board of Governors and chair of the Division Three President's Council. President McClure, thanks for joining us. My pleasure. President McClure, Division Three President's Council had the tough decision this week to cancel the 2020 fall championships for Division Three. Now, a few weeks prior, Division Three Management Council had written that recommendation to the Board of Governors to cancel the championships. Can you maybe just walk us through the past few weeks and the discussions that led up to the President's Council making that call? Interestingly enough, it started with, uh, um, with SAC, with the Student Advisory Council, on Sunday afternoon a couple weeks ago, uh, talking about the ethics of, of playing. And one student brought up the issue of using COVID-19 tests for otherwise healthy athletes uh, instead of uh, reserving them for folks who are really sick. And that sort of fed the conversation of other students. And then, of course, the uh, guidelines for the resocialization of sport had come out the Friday before. Uh, that informed a lot of the president's conversation. But the ethics of moving ahead with sports when you're putting students on buses, having them travel, sometimes long distances, spending time in hotels and eating in restaurants or takeout food. The exposure of the athletes, even if, if we're not nervous about these healthy young people uh, contracting COVID, to whom would they spread it? And um, that, that we, we all understand the educational benefits of sport and I've often said that sports, not, sports are not extracurricular, they're extracurriculum, and that many of our student athletes learn as much from their athletic experiences as they do from their uh, classroom experiences, although I'm careful not to say that too loudly among faculty. Um, but even, even given that, would we want to expose our students and their families and their contacts uh, to COVID-19 if we could avoid it. And that was really the, the ultimate choice to cancel the fall championships because so many folks, even if they're in an isolated area, are working towards some, some championship goal and they don't want to be left out if other schools are, are, are engaged in that. So it made sense uh, to just take a breath, take a pause, and uh, in the fundamental fairness of our spring, athletes lost their season um, last spring. Um, certainly their championships, uh, it's you know, not that you want to spread the pain, uh, but the sense of that responsibility uh, is writ large. And our, and our students um, are leading the way in those conversations about what it means to be responsible. You know, I'm glad you brought up the Student Athlete Advisory Committee, because not many people realize maybe sometimes that SAC has a voice and they're talking to Management Council, they're talking to President's Council, those voices are being heard. Um, can you maybe just expand on a little bit about that, of just how important it is to have that committee? Student Athlete Advisory Council is super important and they've got a, a surprisingly uh, powerful voice when it comes to uh, student presidents deliberating uh, what the right choice is. And I've watched the President's Council change their point of view on a number of occasions uh, based on the voice of student athletes. Because um, at the end of the day, we're here to serve our students. And if our students are saying we need to be ethical, if our students are saying we need to be moral, shame on us if we don't follow their lead. So many uh, Division Three conferences had already moved sports to the spring. 
Um, so some people were asking, well, why not just move the championships uh, to the spring as well? There are many talks with Management Council, President's Council, and the Division Three Championships Committee. Um, can you talk about just those discussions and what led to the, the decision not to postpone the championships to spring, but to cancel them? Yeah, so uh, our conference um, decided to move soccer and volleyball to the spring, and certainly we discussed the efficacy of having championships in the spring. At the end of the day, in Division Three, we were really mindful of making sure that we don't create a dichotomy between kind of the well-resourced institutions and the less well-resourced institutions. And to plan two championships, um, sort of two sets of championships running at the same time in the spring was going to create tremendous uh, logistical problems, not just for the NCAA, but for individual schools as well. And it wouldn't have been a difficulty for our well-resourced institutions, but it could have created really difficult challenges for our less well-resourced institutions. And in the spirit of fairness, uh, you know, the NCAA in my mind is about two things. It's about keeping students safe, and it's about trying to keep the playing field as level as possible um, so that competition feels uh, fair. Being a part of the NCAA Board of Governors, uh, many discussions just about kind of the guidelines as there is a return to sports. Um, can you maybe just talk about the directives that you gave the divisional or that Board of Governors gave the divisional um, governance structures about just the kind of the return to sport, what that would look like, the requirements, the kind of 50% threshold uh, that was given this past week. Uh, can you just maybe explain a little bit more about those directives and ensuring that the health and well-being of the student athletes was there? I think the issue is really keeping students safe. And as testing um, shifts and we get different sort of tests available, I think the testing uh, paradigms will, will change. Um, perhaps even in the next month or two. So that's one issue. The other issue is just making sure that we, we do the simple things like masks and, and social distancing when we can and plenty of hand washing, all those straightforward things um, are in the guidelines. So the, the sense among the Board of Governors were trying to leave some room, some path for the continuation of fall sports for those institutions that think they can do it safely and indeed probably can, and allow those who feel like we don't have the resources or we don't have access to the um, tests that some institutions do to have a graceful uh, way to step out. And, um, and I think over time, it, as uh, we get better in managing COVID, opportunities for other athletes will open up or the reverse could always happen and no one's hoping for that. So many felt like this canceling of the fall championships was coming. It doesn't really make it uh, hurt any less. Do you have any message to those student athletes and member institutions that are just kind of feeling that hurt right now? Yeah, I, you know, I, uh, um, whenever I'm talking to students, I reference the fact that I took a rowboat alone across the ocean and my comfort with uncertainty is extraordinarily high and that um, they'll be able to talk to their children and grandchildren about, hey, I was a student athlete when COVID-19 hit, and that um, we, uh, 
you know, they, they experienced it, they weathered the storm, they're uh, learning a tolerance for adversity and a comfort with uncertainty, and these things will serve them well in later life. It doesn't mean it's fun. It doesn't mean it's uh, enjoyable for anybody, but uh, um, it's certainly an educational opportunity. And the more they can find the joy in uh, the next normal, and there'll be a, a different iterations of what the next normal is, um, I hope it all goes well. Awesome. Well, President McClure, thank you so much for joining us and just kind of sharing some of that insight uh, on the tough decision that you and the President's Council had to make. Cool. Thanks very much. That does it for this edition of Inside the NCA. I'm Jeremy Villanueva. Thanks for tuning in.